Welcome to Faith in Five, a weekly video devotional designed to discuss practical spiritual concepts in five minutes or less. I'm your host, Mark Vandella. When I was a youth pastor, we had a middle school youth group that was called Overflow. And at one point while I was there, we were rebranding and we were sitting around a table trying to think through what do we want to call this? Like what embodies what we hope people experience and what we want? And we felt like Overflow was the right thing. And then you start thinking about imagery and all this stuff. And so our, our image, the, the imagery we used, the logo was actually a, a phone booth because we wanted it to kind of feel like a clown car. We wanted people so piled in. We wanted the phone booth to be so full of people, right? I guess we wanted the student room to feel like it was so jam full of people that there were people like crammed in and, and peeking out all over the place. And we wanted it to be the place to be. But we didn't want it to be the place to be because of who was there, right? The middle school popularity contest. Or we didn't want it to be the place to be because of the games we played. We wanted it to be the place to be because of what they experienced while they were there. We wanted, we wanted them to experience God's love in a way that just overflowed onto them. And they would leave home so wired, not because we gave out a bunch of chocolate, but because they were communicated we communicated so much value to them that it just, they couldn't contain it. We wanted it to all overflow. I just saw a meme recently that it said, you know, some people, you know, the optimist sees the cup as half full. The pessimist sees the cup as half empty. And then the person with faith, or I guess I think it even says the psalmist sees the cup as runneth over. And so Psalm 23, 5 says, you treat me to a feast while my enemies watch. You honor me as your guest and you fill my cup until it overflows. We wanted our youth group to feel like no matter what was going on in your life, even if your enemies were in the room, you were loved, you were cared for, and guess what? So were your enemies. We are in a series based on Bob Goff's latest book called Everybody Always. And in that book, he talks so much about how our lives are supposed to impact the lives of others. He, he asked the question, you know, how do we measure the success of a life? Is it by what we've accomplished, by how much money we leave behind, by uh, the success in our career, whether we got the best annual reviews from our bosses? No, we get measured in this life by how well we impact the lives of others. See, Bob says that oftentimes when we have these uh, small talk conversations, people say, you know, how is life, right? How's life? And he says, what we're really asking is, how's life going for you, right? But that, that puts the focus so much on me. Like, how is it going for me? And Bob says that in his faith, as he's learned and as he's grown and as he's read about God and learned about Jesus, he said, it seems like we should be asking a different question. We should be asking the question, how is your life working for those around you? How is your life working for the people that you bump into? Because if it's working well there, then that means that your life is probably working well in all areas. But the reverse isn't necessarily true. If it's working great for you, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's working great for everybody around you. See, back to that psalm, the, the my cup runneth over psalm says, you treat me to a feast. Like, God, you care enough about me that regardless of what I've done wrong or who I am, you prepare a feast for me while my enemies watch. 
And when I read that, especially in context of the entire deal, it's not, yeah, so that my enemies watch, ha ha. It's so that they see, that you see something bigger in me, something greater in me. You see beyond those flaws and the issues that I have, that they get to see God on display. And that it be something that on, if I'm on the outside looking in at this place, this room that overflows with people, I want in on that. Right? If my enemies are onlookers and they see a God that says, I see value in that guy, I want a piece of that too. It goes on, you know, to say, you honor me. You, 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 you see me. But you don't just do so for me. You fill me up with love and grace so that I overflow. So that whatever we do in our lives, we take with us outside. So that people would know a real God. We measure our lives, we measure our faith by how well our faith overflows, how it spills on to others. And not just like a couple people, but all of us. Bob shares a story in his book about, about a church. And somebody asks, you know, what church do you go to? And, and this person kind of rephrased it and said, you know, it's our church. All of church is our church. And everybody's welcome, right? We, we love that as slogans on billboards and what we say about our church. But is it actually true? Yeah, because the verse, the, the psalm actually applies to all of us. That God's prepared, prepared a feast for all of us. For our enemies to watch. And you know what? I'm somebody's enemy. God's love is not finite. It is not just reserved for a few. It is so big that it overflows that it fills up, us up and it overflows into the lives of others. As you live out your faith this week, ask some questions about how is your life working for those around you? Do they see God in the way that you treat them, in the way that you live your life? Do they want a peace? Do they want to be in that spot? Do they want to come to overflow? Because they want to be in this place where everybody is experiencing deep love, that's just more than they could ever imagine. This week, go love abundantly. Remember, God's love is not reserved for just a few. It's everybody always. 